The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. The student loan default rate is estimated on average around 15% at any given time. This number should not come as a surprise with the higher education debt problem now at almost $1.6 trillion. Student loan debt has been on the rise as colleges have historically seen their tuition rates rise at about twice the rate of inflation. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about the student loan default rate and how bad it really is. Today's podcast episode, I really wanted to talk about the student loan default rate. A lot of times I write about student loans and also did some podcasts on student loans and the dangers with student loans. And today with the average student loan being over $32,000, I feel it's important to to point out exactly what the default rate is for people that take out student loans. That way you can kind of understand the dangers of student loans. Now, according to Student Loan Hero, 69% of college students in 2019 took out student loans. Over the last two decades, the average student loan debt at graduation has increased by 86% for a bachelor's degree. Now, although a student loan repayment schedule is often presented as 120 months or on a 10-year schedule, the true student debt average repayment period for a bachelor's degree today takes just over 21.1 years to pay off. Federal student loans, they're really the only type of loan where the lender really has no idea on the ability of the borrower to repay that money in the future. For this reason, in combination with tuition rates increasing on average at 8% per year, over 1 million student loans enter default each year. Defaulting on student loan debt it can result in some serious consequences to a person's financial life and just well-being overall. The dangers of student loan debt, it's you know carrying a mountain of debt for higher education expenses for so many people. It's a stressful situation that leaves numerous borrowers choosing to default on their student loans. So just how bad is the student loan default rate? And according to educationdata.org, the student loan default rate, it affects 9 million borrowers and their families. Within just one year of graduation, 40.9% of student borrowers had at least one delinquency while repaying their student debt, and 11% of them are estimated to default on those loans in the first year. There is some evidence that the rate of delinquency in student loans is slightly on the decline. However, I'm not so sure this information that you're seeing is completely accurate with it being up to date, especially with news today on on student loans possibly being the repayment, you know, possibly being better. And this is due to the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act. The government passed the CARES Act to to help in many ways economically with the coronavirus pandemic. 
And this included assistance with federal student loans. With the passing of the CARES Act, the interest rate for federal student loans was set to zero. And most federal loan payments were automatically put on hold. The temporary stop on student loan payments only applied to federal loans, which honestly over 91% of all student debt comes from federal loans. And this pause has certainly been a factor in not truly showing what the most recent default rate is for student loans. The reality with student loan default rates is 78% of borrowers will make at least one late payment in their first couple years of repayment. Just taking a look at some of the staggering statistics with student loan repayment, you can see that the default rates, there, there certainly is a, a problem. And some of this data that I'm mentioning here is it's from the, the educationdata.org on student loan default rates. Taking a look at this, they showed that 6.4% of indebted student borrowers have fallen behind on payments five times or more. 32.5% of student borrowers with delinquencies have two or three late payments. 15.6% of student borrowers who go into delinquency do so five times or more. And 31.4% of law degree holders who fall behind repaying student loans are habitually delinquent with payments. With the cost of higher education today, it may come as a surprise to some people, but it really shouldn't on how bad some of the, you know, the de default rate is for student loans. Now, what is exactly considered in default for student loans? And this is something too Im important to understand when it comes to student loan delinquency and default. For federal student loans, a person is considered in default after nine months of not paying. So it does take a while to fall into that default. And the delinquency countdown period starts the first day following non-payment. Within generally 15 days, a written notice or collection letter is sent out notifying the borrower of a loan payment being missed. And once the nine-month time is reached without a student loan payment, that is when it goes into default. So it does take some time for student loans to go into default, but once you fall nine months behind, you know, think about those numbers with the default rate and people have to fall that far behind to, to get into default. So who is the most likely to default on student loans? Although student loan default can affect just about anyone, the research shows there are some borrowers that tend to default more than others. Student loan borrowers that went to a private two-year and less than two-year school have been shown to be the most likely to default on their education loans. The data further shows 26.33% of the people that study arts and humanities at non-selective schools are the most likely to default on student loans. Students that drop out of college also have a much higher likelihood to default on their education loans, with a dropout rate for college at about 
According to the National Center for Education Statistics, this makes it 4.2 times more likely for a person that did not finish college to default on their student loans. About 63% of the student loans in default come from the people that never completed their education. Even though people that only attend two-year schools or drop out completely tend to be most likely not to repay their student loans, there are still plenty of college graduates that never reach the earning potential higher education should provide. And thus, these people are frequently also in default on their student loans. And this list, it shouldn't come as a surprise, even includes doctors and lawyers that are thought of as having some of the highest earnings. The student loan default rate report through education.org stated that 31.4%, as I said earlier, of law degree holders, you know, they fall behind in repayment or are routinely delinquent on their student loans. Now at smartstartmoney.com, I'm always covering the dangers of student loans and student loan default. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering what can happen if you default on student loans, you need to understand with most education student loans, as I mentioned earlier, they're, they're federal student loans. And these are probably the ones you have, or at least part of them are the ones that you have. And the first thing you need to realize is they aren't going to ever go away without repayment. There is a reason the government is willing to lend just about anyone money for an education without knowing how the borrower is going to repay that loan in the future. Federal student loans, they can't be discharged into bankruptcy and they stay with a borrower until that person repays them or dies. Becoming delinquent on federal student loans it really can have severe consequences that can last for years. And the results you can potentially expect include eligibility for future financial aid will be lost. The entire balance of the loan with interest might become due. You might also be disqualified in the future for deferment or forbearance of payment. Wage garnishment and keeping tax refunds is a way the government might also collect. And I can tell you, you can also expect a lot of phone calls and mail regarding student loan default. Not only will student loan default result in the lender trying to collect, but the borrower's credit rating will also suffer. This can increase the cost of buying a home or an automobile with a higher interest rate, or it could even potentially put the possibility of a purchase on hold for some time. According to Experian, the credit reporting agency, payment history is it's the most important factor in a credit score. It accounts for about 35% of a FICO score, and having just one missed payment can make an impact on a person's credit rating. With nine months of missed payments on student loans to result in default, this can considerably hurt a student loan holder's credit rating. When it comes to borrowing money for an education, you need to know that defaulting on those loans, it could become a reality. And I'll tell you 
it's important to not default on student loans. Although it is simple to tell a person not to default on their student loans, missing payments and falling into default is much easier than it might seem for so many people that borrow money for an education. With the average student loan balance over $30,000 and it not being uncommon to sometimes even hear of people with $100,000 or more in student loan debt, it should not really come as a surprise that so many borrowers fall into delinquency. The problem with higher education today is not that people are borrowing money to go to school, but it's the amount of money required to pay for it all. All too frequently, young adults, they have a high expectation of an earning potential after graduating college, and this often falls short. The result is the difficulty in repaying student loans. The gamble of borrowing for a college education is it's likely higher today than it ever has been. More people should be educated on the dangers of student loans and the reality that there are no guarantees of a high-paying job and longevity of a successful career with a college education. Furthermore, student loan borrowers need to be educated more on the dangers that come with borrowing money for an education. Defaulting on student loans often results in decades of financial issues, including credit issues. These problems not only hurt interest rate borrowing capabilities, but it might also damage the potential of employment with an employer that looks closely at an applicant's credit. If you have student loans, don't default on them. They're not going to go away, and there are options such as forbearance or income-only payments. Check with the lender and see what the options are. Defaulting on student loans can have severe consequences that last for several years, and this will ultimately delay future personal and financial goals. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on student loan repayment delinquency. Are you someone that has struggled with student loan repayment? Are you someone that possibly paid off all your student loans? You can send any questions or comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The next podcast episode, I'll be talking about if it's better to pay off debt or save money for emergencies. This question often comes up about personal finance. The answer really isn't just a simple one or the other, as some supposed financial experts claim. There's a lot more that goes into deciding to pay off debt or saving for unexpected emergencies. Join me on the next podcast episode as I talk about should you pay off your debt or save money for emergencies.